want to look back at the book of Philippians again tonight, and we're going to read uh, a few verses coming from the book of Philippians, and we believe uh, that these verses as we read them will be sufficient to bless the people of God, and uh, we are praying that your hearts would be encouraged as we go forth in this teaching tonight. Uh, Philippians, Philippians chapter 4, and I want to um, just read a few verses from this fourth chapter of the book of Philippians. We thank God for all of you who are joining us tonight again, and we bless the Lord for what he is about to do in your life. We thank him for the great things that the Lord has in store for you. You got to believe that, that you are here for a reason, that the Lord has not brought you this far to leave you. And God, with his good, uh, wonderful self, continues to place his hand upon your life. And you are here, my friend, for a purpose Amen. And I pray that the divine will of the Lord would continue to unfold in your lives. So I want to look tonight here um, in uh, the book of Philippians, Philippians chapter 4. And I want to just read a few verses from Philippians chapter 4 as we share out of the word of the Lord. Philippians 4, beginning at verse 4. We honor you, God. We praise you. And we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Have your way in this place. Speak now to the hearts and minds of your people. We believe that as you speak to us, our lives will never be the same. Help us, God, to receive this word, apply this word, and go out and live this word we know that the world needs to see examples in the earth realm and for this cause have you placed us here that our lives might be conformed to the image of your dear son and that we might be a reflection of his light in this world we thank you and praise you for the privilege of being able to represent our Christ and we will go forth and do this gladly in the matchless name of Jesus we pray all of God's people said, amen. Philippians chapter 4, beginning at verse 4, and I'm going to uh, night just to add on another verse from what we did on last week, and uh, we will continue to go forth until we complete this teaching. Uh, Philippians 4 and 4, rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue uh, and if there be any praise, think on these things. We thank God for the reading of his word. I want to talk again tonight, uh, giving the part two from this series of messages uh, that we uh, shared on last week. And uh, I want to talk tonight uh, from the subject, Graced to Win. Graced 
to win. And we are doing this message, uh, the part two of it, on uh, maintaining an overcoming mindset. We want to talk about an overcoming mindset. So uh, grace to win, and we're going to use as a subtopic for this teaching, uh, 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 maintaining an overcoming mindset. We want to talk tonight about an overcoming mindset. Now, last week we... Um, shed several things coming out of this fourth chapter of the book of Philippians. Uh, we uh, highlighted the fact that the Apostle Paul is writing this letter to the church at Philippi. And in, in highlighting this, we said several things that I want to uh, make sure that we are reviewing tonight because I really want this teaching uh, to be a blessing to your lives. How many of you understand that God wants to say something to his people that these teachings and these meetings and God calling us together and bringing us together is never a vain effort. God wants to speak to your life and he wants wants you to know that he has given you the grace to win. God never saved you for you to be a loser. Come on, the God who saved you and the God who brought you out of sin wants to help you to win in life. And this is one of the benefits of having the Lord. When you have the Lord, you have the ability to go forth and win in life. So this is important here. We are the light of the world. Jesus has made it so that we are the light of the world. We should be shining for him in the earth. If indeed the Lord has called us to be the light of the world, and he has, then he does not want us uh, to look bad in the earth. To be the light of the world means that we have to have drawing power. It means that in the midst of the darkness and everything that is going on around us we should be shining brightly for Jesus those who walk with the Lord should show it and demonstrate it by living a winning life this is important here and I want to talk about this tonight we the people of God are graced to win Last week, we uh, started this series of messages here from uh, Paul's letter to the church at Philippi. And, and so I want tonight to continue this teaching or whenever it is, you might be hearing it. I want you to get this word and I want you to let it sink deeply within your heart so that you can go forth and live this thing out. You've been hearing me say for some time that God God wants to deliver his people from a victim mentality and bring them into a victorious mindset. I said something there. I said God wants to deliver his people from a victim mentality and he wants to bring them into a victorious mindset. Oh, come on here. We serve a God who is a winner. Our Jesus Christ is a winner. When you 
you walk with the Lord, amen, you ought to have a winning life. Oh, come on here. Jesus was not without challenges as he lived in the earth. But in spite of everything that he went through, he was able to live a sinless life. Even when he faced the ultimate, which is death, they crucified him on a cross. They buried him in a borrowed tomb, but he could not be held down because he defeated death and the grave. He defeated the devil and all of his demons and made an open show out of them on Calvary. And I want you to know on the third day, our Jesus was raised from the grave triumphantly. He arose. And I want to tell you tonight that Jesus is a winner. It is in that legacy that we stand tonight as people of God. Jesus Christ has given us the victory. Come on here. To be in Christ is to be on the winning team. To be in Christ is to be on the winning side. To be in Christ means that you have been empowered to live a winning life. Oh, come on here. There is no question that if you are in the Lord, you should be living a winning life. And so I want to uh, move forward in this teaching tonight. Uh, I was telling you on last week, and I want to kind of rehearse some of it, and I, I need you all to be patient with me because I've been talking uh, uh, the last few weeks about the importance of repetition and, and, and remembering and being reminded of things that we have already Discuss. Come on. Sometimes God is not trying to uh, lead us into learning something totally new. Sometimes God wants to remind us of some things that we need that we already know. And this is what I want to do tonight. I want to encourage you and I want to uh, uh, build upon a foundation that we laid on last week. So I want to, first of all, tell you that God wants his people to be operating in an overcoming mindset. When we talk about mindset, we're talking about an attitude or a disposition that one carries. Uh, this is important here because I want you to know that when you are a winner, you've got to first have uh, 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 that in your mind and you've got to be grounded deeply in the truth of that so that you can think like a winner. Oh, come on here. That you don't walk around with a defeated disposition or a defeated attitude, but you, even in your attitude, in the way that you carry yourself, in the presence that you bring into an atmosphere, you operate in overcoming power. I'm, I, I want to talk to you about that uh, tonight, that no matter how dark the day gets, God wants you to have a winning disposition position that no matter how life assaults or attacks you God wants you to know you got to keep walking in a winning attitude oh come on here you don't let the assaults that come in your life keep you from operating in a uh, uh, keep you from operating with a victorious attitude you gotta continue to walk forth like an overcomer come on so this is something here that no matter what the the, the, the problems are that we face in our lives 
lives that we've got to bring, uh, we've got to face our lives with a victorious overcoming mindset. So, so the church at Philippi, Paul writes to them. Uh, it, it is amazing because the letter that Paul writes to the church at Philippi, he does so in a Roman jail. It is important here because I want you, the people of God, to think about this. He's writing this letter to them out of a Roman jail. He is a prisoner, if you will. He is going through. He's not on some five-star vacation. Everything is not seemingly according to uh, the, the way human circumstances go are, are not stellar for him. He, he's going through some difficult moments. He's going through some 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 hardships as it concerns uh, the human experience. Oh, but look at Paul here. He writes to the people of God, and he he he, he uses this expression about joy and rejoicing. Come on, it, it is to say that even though Paul is in prison, he has not surrendered his praise. Come on, I'm talking about uh, overcoming mindset that says my circumstances are not going to stop my celebration. Oh, come on here. I'm going through many circumstances in my life, but it will not stop me from celebrating my God. You see that here in the text. You see the whole letter being one of an overcoming mindset. Look at Paul as he writes this letter. He's talking to the church at Philippi, understanding that they are going through a wide range of situations. The church at Philippi has been persecuted. There are people that are around them who are looking at their example in Christ. And because of their example in Christ, many of them are being persecuted. They've got issues going on in their church. There are people that are dividing and there are people that are, are, are walking in envy and strife and doing stuff even in the local assembly at Philippi. They're going through stuff. And then, even in their personal lives, the people have needs, and Paul has to deal with that, because you understand that, that, that even though we are God's people, we still have to deal with those things common to life. So here they are, going through a wide range of things. Paul is concerned about the way that they will approach the challenges that they are presently facing. Can I tell you, God is concerned about the way that you're going to approach the challenges you're facing. You're not exempt from challenges, but God wants you to mind how you approach them. I want you to understand that, that, that when life uh, begins to serve you problems, God wants you to know that you can prevail. And, and he wants you to face your problems with the prevailing attitude. So this is important here. Paul wants to talk to the church at Philippi because he understands that they are having challenges. Kingdom people are not exempt from challenges, but God does equip them to handle them. Oh, come on here. So, so, so God doesn't exempt me from challenges, but he equips me to handle them. 
Paul, by the leading of the Spirit, wants to speak to the, the saints at the church of Philippi. He wants to talk to the saints there because he wants them to be careful how they approach life. He wants them to make sure that they will approach life with an overcoming mindset. Come on here. Life going to happen to us all. Nobody is exempt from the trials and tribulations that come along with life. But God is interested in his people confronting life the right way. I need you to get this here. God wants you to face your life with an overcoming mindset. So, so uh, uh, Paul begins to speak to them because he wants them to understand that God is concerned about the mindset of his people. I said God is concerned about the mindset of his people. So, so this is important here. How you carry yourself, your attitude, your disposition matters to God. How you confront life matters to God. Why? Because the way you live your life is all a part of you being the light of the world. Oh, come on here. As a matter of fact, the way you live your life should reflect that you are the light of the world. Oh, come on here. We ought to live our lives like somebody's looking. We ought to walk in a manner that we, uh, uh, we ought to walk in a manner like we understand somebody's watching. So, so this is it here because Paul uh, wants to speak about the winning overcoming mindset and so I love this because as you look at it uh, there's several things that Paul wants them to know that, that no matter the opposition God wants us to have an overcoming attitude come on here you by the blood of Jesus are grace to win you've been given the word of God and you are grace to win you are in uh, uh, dwelled by the Holy Ghost as people of God and you have been given the grace to win those who are uh, have the Lord Jesus living on the inside are grace to win. Those who are carriers of the word of God are grace to win. Those who are covered in the anointing of Jesus Christ are grace to win. Come on, those of us who are blood-washed believers have been given the grace to win. Come on, if anybody has an overcoming attitude, it ought to be them that God has brought out oh come on here so so John 16 and 33 reminds us that in the world we're going to have tribulation that is a promise trials and tribulations will uh, be a part of every life see see this is something here our trials should not stop us from being triumphant come on here that in despite our trials we are to remain triumphant Jesus says to his disciples, be of good cheer. In the face of challenges, we are called to be of good cheer. This is it here. You don't let your pressure blot out your praise. 
You don't let your journey shut down your joy. You, you don't allow rough times to stop you from rejoicing. See, see, he said, be of good cheer. Why? Because I have overcome the world. Jesus calls himself an overcomer. Jesus is the ultimate overcomer. And because Jesus is the ultimate overcomer, he empowers his people to do so. Jesus faced life with an overcoming mindset. And in Jesus, we are overcomers. He wants us to adopt an overcoming mindset. So, so this is it. What comes our way? Uh, whatever comes our way, we are declared more than conquerors. I love that Romans 8 and 36 and 37 uh, talks about the things that the people of God find themselves going through in life uh, and, and it said we are accounted as sheep headed for the slaughter sometimes what we go through seems so pitiful come on but 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 look, look we are too powerful to be pitiful oh come on here God is with us and we have the grace to win come on even though we've got stuff going on we the people of God have the grace to win and he said in all of these things we are more than conquerors we are who in the hard season, we are hooping our When it seems like life is, is fighting against us and we don't know what to do, we are hooping our In the midst of our storm, we have been declared as super conquerors. Come on here. This is something here. God wants the, his people to operate in a more than conqueror's mindset. This is important here. Said so God wants his people to operate in a more than conqueror's mindset. So, so life will bring many storms, but the Lord has declared his people super conquerors. Come on. This is something, one of the greatest gifts that we receive from God is the gift of victory. 1 Corinthians 15, 57, I preached that this week, that in, in all these things we're more than conquerors, but then he says in 1 Corinthians 15 and 57, thanks be to God who giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. How many of you know the victory is a gift from God? Your victory is a gift from God. Come on here. Come on. God giveth us the victory. Come on here. You are not a victim in life. You are victorious in the Lord. Come on here. And that's why God says, no matter what you face in your life, whenever it comes up, I'll give you another victory. That word giveth in the Greek means to continually give over and over so that as another situation comes, God grants you another victory. Life might be vicious, but you can remain victorious. Somebody give him praise right there. I said life might be vicious, but in the Lord you can remain victorious. Come on and give him praise right there. You are grace to win, and by the power of the Holy Ghost, I want you to know you can walk in an overcoming mindset. So, so one of the greatest gifts that we receive from God is the gift of victory. See, see, the thing is we have storms, but we still have cause to celebrate. Your identity is not in the storm. It's only found in the Savior. 
by God's will, his people have been declared winners. Come on, it is the will of God that I win. Come on here. Come on, that, that in all these things you're more than conquerors through him that love you. It is the will of God that I win. Thanks be to God who giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. It is the will of God that I win. I'm in the world. Come on here. But guess what? He has given me victory over the world. Come on here. That is, that is the word of God. He gives me the victory over the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. This is important here. By the will of God, we are declared winners. So this is it. Life will bring trials, but in the Lord, we can remain triumphant. One of the trademarks of those who are in Christ should be a triumphant mindset. Come on, don't, don't miss that. I said one of the trademarks of those who are in Christ should be a triumphant mindset. You got to have an overcoming mindset. So, so uh, there, there's several things that we want to make sure that we are getting out to you tonight. I, I want you to understand you are graced to win. The, the enemy doesn't want you to know it, but you are graced to win. Come on. See, see, see the, 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 the enemy wants us to face our difficult days with a defeated mindset. Come on here. See, see, God wants you to face your difficult days with a victorious disposition. Look at the difference. The enemy wants you to face difficult days with a defeated mindset. Come on here. But God wants you to face difficult days with a victorious disposition. Come on. That, 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 that just because things are happening around you does not mean you surrender your victorious attitude. Oh, come on. So uh, the, the thing is this. I might be in warfare, but I'm graced to win. Come on. Life is, is, is serving so much, but I'm still a super conqueror. See, so if your mindset is defeated, your life will be like that. So, so, so if you have a defeated mindset, that's exactly what your life will manifest. Come on. So, so, so this is it here. We must be intentional about approaching life with an overcoming mindset. How are you approaching life? I know life is happening. I know you're having storms and tribulations and trials and sicknesses and stuff. But, but, but how are you approaching it? Come on. How are you approaching the attack? How are you approaching the assaults? How are you approaching the obstacles that you face? How are you approaching the challenges? Come on here. See, your approach matters to God. Even though you're being challenged, you must approach life as more than a conqueror. So, so this is it. I want to have in Christ an overcoming mindset. See, 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 daily we must reject a defeated disposition. I said daily we must reject a defeated disposition. See, daily we've got to avoid a losing attitude. Come on. You got to wake up in the morning with the will to win. Oh, come on here. 
Come on. I know there's so much going on, but you've got to wake up in the morning and declare the victory. You don't forget the morning song when the people of God would get up and they would call the holy assembly. Somebody would shout, let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Come on here. That is to say, we are the, the servants of the God of Israel. We should be super conquerors if nobody else. Oh, come on here. That no matter what's happening, I choose to face life with a victorious mindset. Yes, I have obstacles, but I choose to behave like an overcomer. Yes, I've got opposition, but I'm going forth with an overcoming mindset. Somebody give him praise right there. Come on, I know you're home tonight, and I know this is not some big church service, but I want you to lift your hands right where you are and say, I'm graced to win. God has graced me to win. Come on, I've been, I'm facing warfare, but I'm graced to win. I've been wounded here and there, but I'm graced to win. Come on, the wicked one hates me, but I'm graced to win. Somebody give him praise right there because I am graced to win. And you, my friend, are graced to win. You can't belong to God and not be graced to win. Come on here and give God a shout right there. The blood of Jesus is for you. You're graced to win. The Holy Ghost is inside of you. You're graced to win. The anointing of God is flowing upon you. You're graced to win. The word of God is at your disposal. You are graced to win. Somebody give him praise, honor, and glory right there because by the blood of Jesus, you are graced to win. You got to have an overcoming mindset. See, an overcoming mindset knows that it has God's power working for it. Come on here. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. See, see, an overcoming attitude is one that stands in agreement with the word of God. This is important here. I said an overcoming attitude is one that stands in agreement with the word of God. Let me say that one more time. An overcoming attitude is one that stands in agreement with the word of God. Let, let me tell you something here that, 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 that a winning mindset is grounded in God's word. Come on, I just said something there. I said a winning mindset is grounded in God's word. See, see, this is what I need you to get. See, see, a winning mindset, uh, mindset uh, clings firmly to the word of God. This is why you've got to pray in this hour because if you're going to win, you've got to cling firmly to the word. Come on here. If you want to win in life, you got to cling firmly to the word of the Lord. See, see, and this is why I keep preaching this and teaching this because this is an hour where you can't let anybody uh, drag you away from your need for God's word. Oh, come on here. Come on here. Don't let anybody negate 
your need for the word of God. Come on here. You need the word. I need the word. I'm the people of God. Come on here. Ought to have a word diet. Somebody give him praise right there. If you want a winning disposition, you need a word diet. Come on here. I don't get what I'm saying. I said if you want a winning disposition, you need a word diet. Come on. The people of God need the word of God. Now, now I have to say this because, you know, I get nervous for some of us. We've got so much going on now. There is an attack, an all-out attack against the word of the Lord. And it's not just coming from the street. It's coming from people who ought to know better. Come on. So, so th- this is something here. We, we, we need the word of the Lord. Don't let anybody walk you away from God's word. Come on here. I was reading something not long ago that somebody was uh, putting up and I, I thought to myself, my God, we are, we are definitely under attack. Come on here, that, that, that you can't allow anybody in this hour to cause you to walk away from the word of God. Come on here. We, the people of God, need the written word of God. Come on here. If you are a believer, you ought to always keep an appetite for the Bible. Come on here. I know there's this wave going on in the church now that we don't need the Bible anymore. You know, I, I read something about this about a month ago where people were, or where somebody was giving a discussion and going on about that, that, that there was no need for any more biblical teaching because now we give the people direct revelation. The devil is a lie. Come on here. Let me tell you something. God ain't giving you nothing that's going to replace his written word. Come on here. God ain't giving you no, giving you some revelation so great that it replaces his written word. Come on here. Let me tell you something here. Come on. The Bible uh, makes it clear that the people of God should be people of the word. Come on here. Paul told Timothy, preach the word. Come on. You ought to declare the word of the Lord. Come on. That's what the people are going to need. Come on. Everybody who's operating in a five-fold ministry should have a solid commitment to teaching and preaching the word. Come on here. People can't win if you don't give them the written word. So this is important here. Let the word of God, let the word of Jesus Christ dwell in you richly. You know, everybody's talking about they're an apostolic and they're an apostolic church. You know what? A real apostolic church, come on here, stands on the teaching and preaching of God's word. And they, they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. What was the apostles' doctrine? It was the word of God. What did they teach? The word of God. What did Peter teach? The word of God. What did Jesus preach from? The word of God. Come on here. Come on. All of the apostles that were raised up by Jesus declared his word. Come on here. Direct revelation. The claim of direct revelation does not replace God's written word. Come on here. 
Come on, the Bible is clear. All scripture is given by inspiration from God and is profitable for doctrine, uh, reproof, correction, and instruction for righteousness. Come on, 2 Timothy 2 and 15. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Come on here. Paul says to Timothy in 1 Timothy 4 and 7, take heed to thyself and unto the doctrine, unto the teaching of God's word. Come on, because in doing so, you will save yourself and them that hear you. Come on here. Believers need the Bible. And genuine believers don't throw away the Bible. Come on here. If you are a genuine believer, you ought to always have an appetite for the Bible. Come on. This is what I need you to get. See, see, prophecy is good. The Bible says forbid not to prophesy. Come on here. But this is what you got to get. The prophetic word never replaces the written word. Come on here. The prophetic word only complements the written word. Come on here. Nothing that you get, come on here, can replace the written, written word of Almighty God. Come on. Thank God for prophecy. But do not forget the written word because the written word of God is the absolute standard of truth by which everything claiming to be truth must be measured. Oh, come on here. How do you even know the validity of the prophetic word if you throw away the written word? Come on here. You need the Bible so that you can test what is real and genuine and truth and what is not. Come on here. You got to be careful that you don't let these people claiming that they got direct revelation. Come on here. Cause you to walk away from the Bible. Come on here. Look at this here. Come on. We got to get in a place in this hour where we get solid on the scripture. Come on, where we contend for the faith. Where we get back to the solid teaching and preaching of the word of God. Oh, come on here and give God a shout of praise right there. Come on, we need the word of God. Come on here. I said we need the word of God. Everything else is going to fail. Everything else is going to fade. But the word of God will stand forever. Come on here. I need somebody to get this because if you're going to have victory, you need the word. Come on. It's all right to prophesy. I do. Come on. But you know what? You need to open that Bible. Those of us who in fivefold ministry and you, you have a responsibility to teach and preach to people, you ought to preach them the Bible. You ought to teach them the Bible. Come on here. Come on. We, you don't raise up a church on the prophetic word alone. People need a diet of the written word. Come on here. Teach them the Bible so that they can know, amen, the truth of God's word and they can know how to judge because everything out here ain't God. Come on here. Every word that people are bringing forth, come on here, don't agree with the Bible. Come on here. So this is something, whenever you have somebody declaring something and it's inconsistent with scripture, it ain't the Holy Spirit. Come on here. The word of God is the foundation of our truth. Come on here. So this is important here that, 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 that we understand that prophecy does not replace the proclamation of the written word. It should only complement it. Come on here. So, so this is it here. That, 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 that the believer must stand firmly on the word of God. Come on. This is, I, I believe this firmly. You need to study the word. 
get an appetite for God's word. Get out of these churches that won't preach the word. Hallelujah. Come on, because this is a time that we're in a level of warfare where we need God's written word. Come on here. How did Jesus deal with Oh, Satan out there when he was going through his, his, his trial in, in the wilderness, the word. What did, he, what did he quote? The written word. And if Jesus needed the written word, what make you think you don't? Come on here. See, to have an overcoming mindset, you must be firmly grounded in God's word. God's word will help you to develop a winning mindset. So, so, so this is it here uh, that, that we need to make sure we're operating in the word of God. See, see, and, 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 and overcoming mindset rests on the authority of God's word. Oh, yes. So, so because God is our ultimate power, we don't have to, uh, we don't have to ever be defeated. Oh, come on here. We don't have to operate like we're defeated because God is the ultimate power. This is something here. So, so uh, we don't go through life grumbling because we are the children of the greater one. We serve the greater one. And so, so I want to I do this because Paul says to the church at Philippi that there are several things that we must keep in mind if we're going to operate in an overcoming mindset. He says, uh, and we did this last week, but I want to I just do it again, and I'm going to add one to it tonight. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. We said this, an overcoming mindset uh, is it, developed by those who, who, who hold an attitude of gratitude. That they have learned to rejoice in the Lord. That no matter what life brings, they rejoice in the Lord. Come on here. So, so, so this is important here that, 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 that if you want to operate in an overcoming mindset, you've got to have a commitment to praise. You've got to have a commitment to being grateful. Come on here. That, 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 that in everything that we're going through, you've got to choose whether you're going to grumble or be grateful. Come on here. Life will always give you something to grow grumble over. But if you think hard enough, you always have something to be grateful over also. Come on here. And I choose not to grumble. I choose to be grateful. Come on here. When you're grumbling, interrupt yourself and find something to be grateful for. Oh, come on here. Because even on my worst day, I'm glad I'm here. Even with what I'm fighting, I thank God that I'm not fighting it alone. See, 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 he says this, rejoice in the Lord. And again, I say rejoice. Come on here, that, that, that in the Lord, you always have a reason to rejoice. Come on here. He says, do it in the Lord. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. If you're in the Lord, you always have a reason to rejoice. Come on here. Rejoice in the fact that you've been redeemed. Come on here. Rejoice in the fact that despite your warfare, you've got God working on your behalf. Rejoice that even when you're going through a mess, you serve an awesome, uh, you serve an awesome master. See, see, this is something here that, 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 that even when you are attacked, you are never alone. 
I'm frequently attacked, but I'm never alone and I rejoice. You know, I was talking about this last week and I said, you know, have you ever been through something and imagine, I mean, it was a rough situation, but you imagine what it could have been like if you didn't have the Lord. If you didn't know the Lord, remember, uh, uh, you thought about, man, I probably wouldn't have made it out of this if I didn't have the Lord. But the Lord held you, made you firm, kept you from falling apart, kept you from crumbling. Come on here. Yeah, if you got Christ, it can keep you from crumbling. Come on. So, so you always have something to be grateful for. Even though I'm going through this, I thank God that I got him. Even though I'm being attacked, I praise God that I'm never alone. Come on here. Even though I, I am facing storms, I thank God for being on my side. Come on. What is it you can be grateful for? He says an overcoming mindset is one that consistently rejoices in the Lord. And then secondly, uh, he says that, uh, uh, that, that an overcoming mindset, uh, he says, let your moderation be known unto all men. We said this last week, an overcoming mindset refuses to be bogged down with people issues. Remember I said this last week, I said overcoming mindset refuses to be bogged down with people issues and this is one of that's most personal to me because if I think of what 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 has been one of the greatest challenges in my ministry over the last 30 plus years you know what it's always the enemy trying to attack you through people come on because everybody wants to be loved everybody wants to be liked, and it doesn't feel comfortable when you're rejected by people or talked about by people or mistreated by people and especially when you want to help people and they hurt you but this is something here listen to me uh, uh, there's several people that 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 were blessed by this last week because people are listening in from everywhere and, and, and everybody who's trying to walk in divine purpose the enemy tries to use somebody to turn them around Oh, come on here. Come on. You know you're walking in purpose because if you keep walking, you're going to be soon attacked by people. Isn't there something here? So I was talking to uh, some of the saints last week about it, and, and several were saying, Pastor, I really do appreciate this, and I thank you because many of them are starting to understand as they embrace greater levels of purpose, they're receiving more attacks from people. Come on, and you know what you're about to do is going to be great when the enemy tries to start something. So this is important here. Uh, it's, it's something that I had to learn to live by. Come on, because as I'm walking out who God has called me to be, everybody don't like it. So, so, so this is important. I had, to, I had to make up in my mind that either I'm going to follow God or I'm going to continue to fall down because of the people. Come on. And you know, one of the greatest tests that you got to pass in ministry is the people test. Come on. What does that mean? Everybody's not going to like you. Get over it. Come on. You won't be everybody's cup of tea. Come on. But somebody's going to be blessed. Come on. And, and so this is it here. Everybody doesn't like me. Get over it. Everybody's not going to support me. Get over it. Everybody's not going to pat me on the back. I got to get over it. Come on, this is it. You got to learn to get over it and go on with God. Come on, that's something that you can write down tonight. I got to get over it and go on with God. Come on, that's what you got to do. If you're going to be successful, you can't be bogged down with people issues. 
This is important here now because people issues are one of the greatest hindrances to us fulfilling our divine purpose. Isn't that amazing? That some people have been sidelined because of what somebody said. That there's some people who are actually doing nothing because of something somebody did. I just said something there. I said one of the greatest hindrances to people of God fulfilling their divine purpose is people issues. And I said there are people who are sitting on the sidelines because of something somebody said. There are people who are, 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 are doing nothing because of something somebody did. Oh, yes. What if? You would operate in an overcoming mindset and say, you know what? They might oppose me, but I'll never give them permission to stop me. Oh, come on here. That, that those who did not call you, you should never allow them the privilege of seating you. Oh, come on here. That you can't sit down. You can't shut down what you didn't stand up. Oh, come on here. This is something here. So, so if God stood me up, I can't let people shut me down. This is something here. I know this is heavy stuff, but I need y'all to get this because I'm telling you, we got work to do. And so God wants us not to be bogged down with people issues. And I, and I noticed this as I continued to do the work of the Lord. And as I was continuing to serve him, that there were people that I was trying to be kind to. People I was trying to be nice to. And you know what? They were set on not liking me. Come on here. What do you do when people are dedicated to not liking you? Come on here. You go on with the Lord. Pray for them and keep it moving. So, so, so this is it. God doesn't want you always hindered by people and what they do or don't do. Come on. So, so there's several things that I just learned. Because this is for those of y'all that's getting ready to step forth in greater levels of, of ministry, uh, fresh levels of purpose, that God is doing some things for you. And these are just several things I want to share with you that have been a blessing to me. Come on. That First of all, the understanding that the local church is not perfect. It's filled with all kinds of people. I said, the local church is not perfect. It's filled with all kinds of people. Don't get being here mixed up with being in heaven. All right? So there are people at church who got all kind of stuff going on. And you got stuff going on too. We got stuff going on. So this is it. Uh, that, 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 that some of the people who come for whatever reason are still carnal. Come on. So, so first of all, I said to you that I want you to understand that the local churches are filled with imperfect people. Come on, as a matter of fact, that's what we're inviting people. Some are in the nursery. Some are, 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 are toddlers in the spirit. Some of us are maturing and working the nursery, but everybody's not at the same place. So, so this is important. And, and then I said to you that there are some people who are, uh, for whatever reason, are still carnal. Paul talked about that in the Corinthian church. He couldn't, he couldn't go on and give them the deeper things of God because many of them hung out in a place of carnality. Come on, people are carnal for a lot of reasons. But amen, you got to remember that's what happens. See, see, uh, uh, some people are aging but they're not maturing. When, when did I talk about that Sunday? I, I said, we got to, you know, God wants us to do more than age. He wants us to mature. 
And some people are aging, but they're not maturing. So, so, so this is something here. See, discern, you got to discern what you're dealing with. And don't allow immature people to draft you into their drama. Come on, this is something. I have to make a choice what I'm going to participate in. Come on. I, I got to make a choice that I'm not going to allow myself to participate in drama with petty people. Y'all get this? Come on, I'm just telling you from experience. I have, you know what? If they're going to do that, I see that's what they do. Come on, thank God for allowing me to see it, but they will not have my participation. Come on here. So, so don't participate in drama with petty people. Once you discern what you're dealing with, make a decision never to be defeated by it. I'm giving you some good wisdom here tonight. Then, then this is it. Make a decision to love everybody, even them, amen, who don't agree with you. Come on. Love them all. Love them all. This is it. I said this the other week, but I'm going to say it again. Some people will celebrate you, and some people will get sick of you. Come on. I mean, this is just how it is. As God is blessing you doing, some are going to celebrate. Some are going to support it. Some are going to get sick of it. Come on. Go on with the Lord. Come on. You can. Go on with the Lord. You know what I found out? Some people will applaud what God is doing. Some people will get agitated by what God is doing for you. Some people will applaud what God is doing for you. Some people will get agitated by what God is doing for you. Keep moving. Come on. So, so this is it. Don't let pettiness remove you from your post. Come on. This is it. Not everyone received Jesus, but none of them stopped him from completing his journey. Come on. What was it? I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. For the night is coming when no man can work. I got to stay on course. I got to stay on assignment. Come on. When God chooses you, don't let anybody get you off your course. This is something. Some people will dedicate themselves to injuring you, but God will always be right there to empower you. Come on. It's how it is. There's some people who always are looking for ways to cause you harm, but God will always be there to give you help. Oh, yes, I'm telling you, if I could just stop and tell you of all of the monkey wrenches that have been stopped, uh, been thrown to stop my ministry, it'd take all night. But guess what? I'm still here. I'm still standing. Come on. Even though I've been attacked, I've not missed an appointment. Come on here. That everywhere God wanted me to be, he was powerful enough to guide me there. Oh, come on here. When God's, I keep telling you, when God's hand is on you, don't worry about them who try to put their mouth on you. Come on here. Whatever God puts his hand on, they might as well keep their mouth off of. This is something here. So, so, so never let the enemy trick you into thinking that your ministry is not a blessing to somebody. Come on. Everybody don't like what you're doing, but somebody does. Come on, everybody doesn't support you, but there's somebody on the sideline hoping you'll keep pushing. Come on, 
that I'm telling you, God is using you. God has never called you to just uh, do nothing. God is using you. And even if you don't know about it, your life is a blessing to somebody. Isn't it amazing that the enemy will go head over heels to make you hear from your critics? Come on, but he'll do all he can to quiet down those who support you. Sometimes the loudest voices come from your critics, but you still have the victory. So this is it here. Never let the enemy trick you into thinking you're not helping somebody. Come on, when you, when, when you, when you walk in purpose, I'm here to tell you God is going to help you. So this is it. Uh, when, you, when you walk in purpose, some people will have a problem. Come on. Some people are going to talk, but you got to be Holy Ghost tough. I just said something. I said, some people are going to talk. I don't care what you do. Some people are going to talk, but you got to be Holy Ghost tough. Come on. You got to stick it out when you don't feel like it. You got to go on even when you feel like giving up. Come on, see, the overcomer uh, is an overcomer not because uh, uh, he sits back and everything just uh, uh, is working in his favor. What makes him an overcomer is that he has something to overcome. Come on here, an overcomer is defined by that because of his obstacles, because of his opposition. See, you know an overcomer because when they're opposed, they show you who they are. You know an overcomer because when they go through obstacles, they demonstrate who they are. Come on here. An overcomer is defined. Come on here. He's, he's revealed, I guess is a better word. An overcomer is revealed through his opposition. An overcomer is, is manifested through his obstacles. Oh, yes. How do you know a champion and he never had a fight? Come on. A champion is a champion because he whoops up. Come on. Warrior is a warrior because he's been able to win. Come on. And that's why tonight God wants you to operate in an overcoming mindset. And you know what? The enemy doesn't want these kind of things taught. But you know what? Some of the best people of God are hindered because the enemy tries to drag them through uh, what people are doing. But I'm telling you tonight, God is giving you a supernatural grace. Come on here. And he's raising you above what's trying to give you a rough time somebody give him praise honor and glory right there come on here because tonight is the night that God is giving you tough skin to keep on trucking oh yes this is something here yeah I'm gonna be holy ghost tough and then he says this pray he says, pray, pray. When, 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 when people pray, they prevail. Uh, see, see, those who are going to have an overcoming mindset, number one, are people who have an attitude of gratitude. They, they continue to press forward in praise. They have a consistent praise. They rejoice in the Lord. Uh, number two, those who have an overcoming mindset are determined that they're never going to be bogged down by people either. 
issues. Come on here. They've got this attitude. You don't have to support my journey, but I do invite you to watch me win. Come on here. That whether you walk with me or not, I intend to win. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about people issues. You got them. I got them. Stuff fighting us. People talking. Things coming against us. Come on here. You know what? I know every time I get up and hold the mic that people that wish I would put it down. Come on here. Wish I would never stand behind the pulpit again. But guess what? It doesn't matter because they can't stop what God put his hand on. Come on here. And you got you to gotta get comfortable knowing that everybody, come on here, don't like you. Come on here. You got to get comfortable knowing that everybody won't support you. But guess what? If God be for you, who can be against you? You know what the truth is? You've got more working for you than can ever work against you. If you got God on your side, you can get through anything. Oh, come on here. Give them a load of that. Come on here. I'm going forth in the name of the Lord. Come on here. Come hell. Come high water. Come on here. Envy, strife. None of that is going to stop me from being excellent for God. You can be envious, but watch me keep being excellent. You can be jealous, but watch me keep my joy. Come on here. You can try to cause strife, but watch me continue to be a super conqueror. Lift your hands and give him praise because I'm graced to win. And then this is what the devil can't stand. I got a prayer life. Come on here. That an overcoming mindset prevails through prayer. An overcoming mindset is grounded in a life of prayer. They learn how to talk to God. And when you can talk to God, you can triumph in life. Come on here. When, when you got a voice with God, you come on here. You got a voice with the Lord. You can be victorious in life. Lift your hands right there. I've got an audience with God. And that's what the devil can't stand. I'm one of them praying people. I pray breakthrough prayers. Breakthrough prayers. Prevailing prayers. Come on here. And that's why I praise him. Because see, when you when you got a prayer life, you can have a prevailing life. Come on here. When you can pray, you can prevail. Come on here. Prayer will lift you above the pity. Prayer. Come on here. Will, will lift you above being pitiful. And it fills you with the power you need to keep on going. I need somebody to grab that right there. I got the clothes, but I need somebody to grab it in the Holy Ghost. Come on here. You can tell them that pray because the text says this. When you pray, when you give it to God, when you make your request known to him, when you tell him specifically what you need, it says this, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding. Prayer releases peace. Come on here. Consistent prayer releases a peace that you can't get anywhere else. That's why praising, because those that have an over my overcoming mindset, the reason that prayer helps them is that prayer leads them into a place of peace, a place of rest. And I said that word peace means to hold together. In the Greek, it means not easily falling apart. Come on here. It is something that, that is cohesive. It sticks to what it is. It does not crumble. That's what I just told you. When you walk with Christ, you are not easily crumble. Lift your hands and give him praise, honor, and glory.
glory right there. Come on, say I'm graced to win. And because I pray, I walk in peace. Come on here, in a peace that makes no sense. A peace that no human can understand. You can't manufacture the peace of God. Somebody give him praise right there. And this is it, and I'm done. The last thing, and I'm, this is the new one that we're adding tonight. I talked about prayer. But then those who operate in a overcoming mindset fix their focus on what honors God. They fix their focus on what honors God. They fix their focus on what honors God. Come on. See, if you want an overcoming mindset, you got to guard your thoughts. Come on. You got to be a good governor over your thought life. Yes. I said, if, if you want to have an overcoming mindset, you got to be a good governor over your thought life. Come on here. God minds the way you think. What we think is what we will eventually become. Whatever you dwell on, you will soon act on. Thoughts form our belief systems. And our belief system determines our behavior. Come on, this is why it's important. You gotta, you gotta watch what you're focusing on. You gotta lot, watch what you let get through your mind, through the thought gate. Guard the thought gate. Come on, because what you regularly do will be a reflection of what you believe. See, see, your whole life can change if your thinking changes. You can't think poorly and live powerfully. Come on, you got to get your thoughts right. Once you are redeemed, you have to be intentional about getting your mind renewed. Yeah, I said, once you're redeemed, you got to be intentional about getting your mind renewed. Be, be, uh, he says in Romans 12 and 2, be not conformed to this world, but be you, re, be you renewed by the transforming of your mind. Come on here. Be you transformed, rather, by the renewing of your mind. Excuse me. See, see he, he says uh, uh, that we are to be renewed in the spirit of our minds. Oh, come on here. We got to put on the new man. Yeah, which is after righteousness and holiness. He says in Colossians 3 and 10, put on the new man, man which is renewed. Come on. So this is what we got to do. We, 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 we want to we wanna make sure we're operating in a, in a mindset that brings glory to God. I want to overcome in mindset. So he says this, you got to watch what you think. Look what he said here. Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue in these, uh, be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things. Come on, the word think bear is to consider, to reflect upon, to ponder on a thing. Uh, it is to think on a thing until it shapes your life. Come on. God wants you to think on what is honorable. Come on. What, what, what do you mean? It, it, it means that you got to adopt your, uh, adopt spiritual thinking. We got to dedicate ourselves to adopting spiritual thinking. 
Come on, this ain't just positive thinking, spiritual thinking. Come on, New Age movement got positive thinking. We ain't talking about positive thinking. We're talking about spiritual thinking. Getting your mind grounded in the word of God. Eating the book. Come on. When, when, when God redeems you, then you got to dedicate yourself to being renewed in your mind. So, so this is something. We, we need to understand the word of God and focus on it. Come on. So, so this is why I, I, I was just talking to you so strongly. Don't let anybody get you away from the written word of God because that's what you ought to be thinking on. Come on. You ought to meditate on his word day and night. Come on. Don't hang around something that calls itself a church and don't, don't never open the Bible. Come on here. If, if we're instructing believers, we ought to be doing it out of the Bible. We ought to be giving them what thus saith the Lord. The written word is important. Get in the book. It'll make your life better. So, so this is something here. Don't let anybody tell you that the word of God is not relevant in your life. That's a dangerous lie. The written word is important. So then this is what he says here. Uh, 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 that, 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 that God wants you to focus. Watch your focus. Focus on what is true, real and genuine. Walk away from what's deceptive and counterfeit. Focus on what is honorable, honest rather, noble, highly respected, what's holy. Focus on what is just, that which is after right behavior. Come on, that which is a, a right behavior teaches you how to love God and love people. Come on, don't even focus on anything that will have you fighting people. Come on, focus on what is pure, what is morally clean and spotless. Focus on what is lovely, that which uh, stirs loving kindness. Come on, what should we be focusing on? You shouldn't even be focusing on nothing that calls you to be envious. When you, when you feel envy gripping you, you know your focus off. Devil, you a liar. You ain't getting ready to get away with that one. Come on, get back on a love focus. Come on, when, when strife is entering your heart, your focus is wrong. See, see. So, we, so he said, focus on what is lovely. What does that mean? It, lovely means that which provokes love for God and love for your fellow man. We are most like God when we're loving people. Come on, stop focusing on stuff that doesn't provoke the love of God in you. Come on. It, it, it lovely means to literally stir love and kindness. So God wants you to focus on things that will help you to be kind and gracious to your sisters and your brothers. And then of a good report, not junk, not foolishness, but that which is reputable. Come on here. Come on, he wants you to focus on it. What, what is virtuous, what's excellent, what's praiseworthy. That's what God wants you to do. You know what that means? It means that you are in a day where you got to do like 2 Corinthians says in, in, in chapter 10. Cast down every imagination, every high thought that would try to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Come on here. And you say, I'm getting my thoughts right. Because guess what? If your thinking can get right, your whole life can get in order. Come on here. Your thinking can help your family. Your thinking can help everything that you are connected to. Too. And so tonight, I need you to get this. Lift your hands and say, I'm graced.
to win. Come on here. This is what you've got to get. Even though I am opposed, I will operate in an overcoming mindset. Even though I'm facing obstacles, I'm going to hold on to an overcoming mindset. I don't know what you're going through tonight. It may be sickness in your body. It may be trouble. The devil may try to hit you and attack your life with all manner of things. But I'm here to tell you, you are grace to win. And this is the night that you got to rise up. Even though it's a whole lot going on, God is on your side. Lift your hands, open your mouth, and give your God a praise right there. Come on, say, I'm grace to win. There's a whole lot going on, but I'm grace to win. Come on here. And even though life has been vicious, I will not be a victim. I will remain victorious. Lift your hands right there and open up your mouth and give God a praise. Even in the dark day, I've got a winning disposition. Come on here. Even though attacks are coming, I intend to keep an overcoming attitude. Lift your hands right there. I'm tried, but I'm still triumphant. I'm hit, but I still got help. I've been wounded, but I'm still a winner. Open your mouth and give him praise, honor, and glory right there. And I'm here to tell you, you going through right now, but you're graced to win and go ahead and start thinking like a winner. I might be pressed out, but I got to get up from here. More purpose in me. More, more that God wants to do for me and do through me. And nothing is going to stop me from going to my new place in God. Lift your hands, open your mouth, and give him praise, honor, and glory right there in the Holy Ghost. Come on here, I need somebody to grab it if you want to be true triumphant. You've got to get Holy Ghost tough. Lift your hands, open your mouth, and give God a shout of praise right there. Everybody, born again believer, under the sound of my voice, hear ye the word of the Lord. You've been graced to win. And even though it seems like you're being crushed, shake yourself. You are more than a conqueror. Now get up and win. Go forth and win. Stand tall and win. Declare God's word and win. Stand on the promises of God and win. Declare the blood of Jesus and win. Yield your life to the Holy Ghost and win. Lift your hand, open your mouth and say I'm graced to win. Obstacles are coming but when they find me I'll have an overcoming mindset. God bless you, supernatural grace to you. Father, I thank you for everybody under the sound of my voice. This is a day where you have purposed your people to do great things. And I thank you that you are gracing us tonight with this wonderful teaching so that we can go forth in an overcoming mindset. Forgive us for the times we've not operated that way. Oh God, I've not always operated that way. And I ask God that you would help us now to embrace the teachings of your word. Thank you for your sons and your daughters that you are using in this hour. We know that we have been called to the kingdom for such a time as this. And we thank you for overcoming grace. We thank you for power.
power. We thank you for strength. We thank you for everything we need to approach life with an overcoming mindset. And tonight, we will go forth rejoicing, consistently rejoicing like overcomers do. And tonight, we will go forth not being bogged down by people issues. Let nothing going on around us stop us from going forth for you. Help us, fortify us, build us up, make us strong so that we can stand in the storm. Even when mouths are raised up against us, help us to continue to forge in ministry. Help us never to be easily turned around. Even under pressure, give us the grace to stay on our post. We thank you, God, for supernatural strength for your sons and your daughters. You bless me this way. Now bless your people this way. God, and I know that there are greater days coming, even with greater warfare. But I thank you that there is no warfare that raises itself against us that you've not already graced us to win. So I thank you for a winning mindset, for a winning disposition, for a winning attitude. We thank you for it. Father, and now help us to adopt a prayer life that is consistent. Come on here. And as we do it, God, help us to experience your peace, experience your wholeness. Come on here. Then help us, God, to, to go forth and be all that you have called us to be. We thank you for it. And then lastly, God, help us to guard the gates of our mind, our thought process, to be good governors over the gates of our mind. Father, that we can think on the things that honor you and glorify you. We thank you for it tonight. Thank you for supernatural strength. We thank you for this teaching. We receive this teaching. And God, we're going to go forth and be better for you in the matchless name of Jesus. Share this word. Go back and listen to it again. Get Holy Ghost tough. We got work to do. We didn't come out here to lose. We've been chosen to win. When you see me, devil, don't wonder what I'm doing. Let me be clear. I'm back again for another win. Somebody give God a praise right there. Until next time, amen. Go forth with an overcoming mindset. We'll see you next week and we will finish this teaching. God bless you. We love you tonight with the love of the Lord. Go forth and win.